You guys, after months of waiting and a year of writing, my new book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is finally out in the world. I wanna thank you so much, every single one of you who has bought the book on ebook or a physical copy or on audio. Your support means the world to me. And if you are listening to my podcast and you haven't yet bought the book, you're dead to me. No, I'm totally kidding. But I am serious about how important this book is. I keep talking about it because I sincerely believe there are tools in it that can help change your life. So if you have the $16, I want you to go buy it right now because you love your pal Rach. And if you don't, head to the library or borrow it from a friend. But if you care enough to listen here, you're going to love the wisdom inside of this book. Girl, wash your face. I promise you will not be sorry you did. I truly believe that everybody is different. Everybody is unique. You can have the same exact diagnosis as someone, but a different treatment plan. Welcome to the Deus Podcast. My name is Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll share direct, tangible advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Hi guys, today I'm chatting with my friend Jen Esker from Doc Jen Fit. And if you don't already follow her on Instagram, she is an incredible physical therapist. Her pictures will super inspire you and make you wanna move. But more importantly, she's gonna teach us about the power of mobility, why it matters, and how it plays into the way that we go about our day, are able to take care of our babies, and do the work that we wanna do. Listen in. I would love for you to explain what you do and how you got to this place. Uh, Well, I'm a doctor of physical therapy, so I created something called the mobility method. And then after that, I created the optimal body and I'm just continuing to reach out and try to help as many people as I can without actually having to get my hands on them and empower people to take control back of their own bodies and relieve pain. So it's been amazing. That's awesome. Um, I think this is going to be, uh, and I've thought this ever since I first reached out and was like, oh, can I interview you on the podcast? I think this is going to be a great conversation because I, I mean this with all the respect in the world and because I want you to educate me, I don't understand the value mm-hmm. in stretching mobility. Mm -hmm. I am probably your worst nightmare (laughs) because I run long distance and I am so terrible about doing anything to recover or be better for next time. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would love, you know, preach to me, but also to everybody listening, like, why does this matter? Mobility is so different than what people usually think it is. It's not just static stretching and it's not just going in and taking a yoga class and you're actually not my worst nightmare. You are everyone. (laughs) Okay. You are the majority of people. And what I tell people is you brush your teeth every day so that you can avoid having a cavity, avoid having, you know, your teeth decay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the same thing is with mobility in our bodies. Because just because we work out, just because we run, just because we lift weights doesn't mean that it's actually going to 
prevent pain and restrictions down the road. It helps. It helps to keep us healthy. It helps to keep our muscles building. It helps to keep lean muscle mass and, you know, keep our cardiovascular um, strength up and keep our heart healthy. All of those things is huge. But at the same time, (laughs) if your hips get tight, your low back is most likely the number one thing that's going to start to work harder because it feels like, okay, motion is limited below me. Now I have to make up for it at my back. So Mm, then we start looking at the back and what's wrong with my back and I need a back massage and I need all these things. When really, if you spent time actually doing mobility and opening up your hips, you won't have back pain anymore, most likely. This isn't always, obviously. I wish I was that person who gets out of bed and spends the time stretching, but it feels like this big daunting thing. But even you just saying like, do you have two minutes? Of course I do. Of course I have two minutes. Of course I can commit to that before I run and after I run and before I get in bed at night and it's a habit like anything else. I just think until we're exposed to it, it doesn't occur to us. Was this something that you had your whole life or do you feel like you've developed it because you started to learn about it in college and the benefits? Like what was your journey to get to this place? You know, it's really what could I bring people that is the foundation of everything we're missing (laughs) without having, Mm -hmm. without being able to evaluate them, without being able to touch them, without being able to really know what their issue is. What can I bring them that I know is the foundational group for every single person that I work with? And that really comes down to mobility. And the reason why it becomes so important is because as we're babies and we grow up, I mean, we're conditioned to play, to grab things on the floor, to pull ourselves up, to fall down, to to sit on the ground. I mean, you go to elementary school and it's crisscross applesauce, you know, we're sitting in this Indian style position that we lose all of a sudden as we get put into chairs all day long. And then we we're able to go outside and play, but then back into chairs. And then you lose play as you get older. And then you grow up and you have to sit at desks. You sit at couches, anything to make you feel more comfortable. You sit on toilets that aren't even functional for our body to use the restroom. We sit on things that are not allowing our bodies to get back the way that they're supposed to be moving. It's not that they can't, is that we're not allowing them. Oh, that's super interesting. I mean, maybe not to you because you like live in this space and you are around other people. But for me, like, I just feel like my family is like Southern, rub some dirt on it. Like the idea of any of this would be so foreign to how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I am so passionate about the idea that I want to treat my body like an athlete would treat their body because I expect a lot out of my body. Like I travel constantly. I have four kids. I'm running this business. I'm doing all these things. And I know that the only way that my, um, that my body's going to be able to function at the level that I need it to is if I'm eating right and drinking water and getting sleep. And I really, this is, and I'm sure for listeners as well, like this is a piece I don't even consider. So for someone like me, like, where do I even start? Yeah. So for someone like you, that's where I do have like a self-assessment that people can use so that they start to understand where in their body they're restricted. Because that's what's most Mm -hmm. important first is to figure out what is even happening that I don't even know about. And once people are able to dive in there, it really opens up the mind of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I had these restrictions. And then from there, I have many, many exercises that people can go into that are actually educational. So it doesn't walk them through a program more so than it gives them a whole toolbox that they are now able to pull from. So that's really what I 
what I created. And the reason that I created is, is not because everyone needs to be athletes, but it's because we need to start putting more respect into this body that's working all the time for us. And we're not using and diving into the full capability of what our body has. I mean, I, you know, I really got to see this when I was in grad school. I've always been a movement person. I was in uh, sports growing up. It was a requirement actually from my parents. And then I fell in love with fitness and I just continued. So for me, I don't have like this hard journey of, of finding fitness and finding the why it has always kind of been with me, but it was when I was in therapy school and I was, we were working with some cerebral palsy patients and this man was just so inspiring to me. He lived in his wheelchair and watching him get down from his wheelchair, put on his shoes and socks took like 20 minutes and it looks absolutely painful. Ankles are going different directions. Everything is kind of bent and contracted in different ways. And it looks absolutely painful, but he doesn't. He doesn't want any help. And beyond that, when he got too big to pull himself back into his wheelchair, he started swimming so that he could lose weight and still be able to use his body the way that he is used to. So Here's someone that should be taken care of, but is living completely on their own and is literally diving into their full capability of their body just to be able to live. We don't even mm. tap into half of that. We don't even, you know, scratch the surface with what our bodies can do. And usually we don't start paying attention until there's already pain, until there's already an injury. And you notice, oh my gosh, this is so tight. Or why didn't I do this sooner? And we don't do it until it's already too late. Gosh, that's so good. And so like, it's super inspiring to me. It's also feels like a little bit challenging because I think of, um, I love the idea of, doing something almost as a celebration of this gift that you've been mm -hmm. given with a, with a body. Like we're so blessed if we are, have full use of all the parts of our body and what a travesty to not be utilizing them the way that we oh, should. Yeah. I think of, for me, working out is, a, I do, I work out because of the emotional stress relief of it, not it, it isn't a physical thing for me. So like, yeah, it's great to be in shape. And I worked really hard to, you know, get to where I am with my fitness level. But for me, that's a mental thing. It's not like, I love the idea of shifting the perception of this is a celebration of what your body can do. Mm -hmm. And if you're not like exploring the full capacity that you have, it's, um, what a, what a loss to what you've been given. Exactly. Like so many of the listeners are, they have a side hustle, they're building businesses, they're doing network marketing, or they've got, um, they've got their own little dream to build something. Mm -hmm. And I think you're an excellent example of someone who has built a business around a passion mm -hmm. and probably not a passion that when you got started in this field, I mean, I don't, I'm sure there are, but I don't know anybody else on Instagram who are doing, and if y'all don't follow Jen on Instagram, you absolutely need to be because the stuff that you're doing, and now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, it is a full celebration of what your body's capable yeah. of. Like last week or whenever it was that you were like, 
climbing up and down on your hands over a hill and through the woods. I was like, what is even happening right now? And I'm so terrible because I follow you because I'm like, I just want to see like you're doing such incredible things. It doesn't make me go, man, I want to go, you know, do a full like toe touch in midair. <laughs> but I'm so inspired by what you're doing with your body. So how did you get from like passion to business? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees. Period. Yep. That means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. I actually never intended to take anything toward business. I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. It was never my vision and my dream. When I was in physical therapy school, I first thought I wanted to be a woman's health specialist and do Pilates rehab because I was teaching Pilates at the time through school. And then I learned how slow Pilates rehab is, <laughs> and I realized that women's health therapy was probably not what I wanted to do anymore. <laughs> um, so that quickly changed, but I still had my mindset on, you know, the fact that I would work for someone else and just work in a clinic because that's what I knew, and I just didn't think that I had any business in in business really, <laughs> and. Then in my last year of physical therapy school, there was someone working on my boyfriend and she was a chiropractor, but she had her own table, her own tools, and she was at his house. And I was like, what? What is this? You can do this? <laughs> um, and it was just mind blowing. You don't, you don't learn about any of these things in physical therapy school. For physical therapists, it is new to be able to have direct access and not have to see a client based on a prescription from an MD. In some states, they still have to. But it was new for me. And when I brought this up in, in one of our quote unquote business classes, which was awful and not really a business class, <laughs> um, they said, you know, I said, well, now that we have direct access, can't we, you know, work on clients on, on our own? I saw this chiropractor who was at someone's house and that's how she was running her business. And they said, no, no, that wouldn't work. And I couldn't believe that they even, they told a, a class of 60 people that this is just not possible. It was mind-blowing to me because clearly it is possible. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's just, I mean, that's an even a really interesting space to step into of there is so much that we're told about the way things have always yes. been done. Like, well, that's not the way right. that we do it. Well, it, you not do it because it doesn't work or just because you've never exactly. tried. Yeah. So what then gave you the courage? Was it seeing someone else or you're just like, crap, I'm going to try this and see what happens. Well, I graduated and I did, I did work at your typical physical therapy office. Um, I felt like I wanted mentorship still. I felt like I wanted to gain confidence before I completely went off on my own. And so I worked there for about a year and a half until I felt like, people were starting to come to me um, because of my Instagram and and reaching out to me, wanting to work with me personally, paying cash in the clinic, which I, I obviously wasn't seeing. Um, so it just felt like it was time for me to kind of step off and take a leap of faith. I literally gave my bosses like a week's notice because I was like, I have a lot to figure out right now. So, <laughs> and I just decided and made a choice and, and did it. And then as my Instagram started to grow, I felt like this is cool. I'm, I'm growing a following. People are loving it. It's, it's awesome that I can provide some education, but what are people really getting from it? They might save a video, but are they really going back to it? Are they really working it into their body? And so I felt like I wasn't providing what I could be. And so I started to ask my audience, what is it that you would want from me? What would you want to learn? If I could give you a tool, if I could give you something, what is it that you'd want from me? And everyone said mobility. What? No. So what year was this? Paint okay. This so this was literally um, less than a year ago. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. What are you talking about? That's insane. Well, first of all, congratulations. Like that's a massive scale in not a I ton of time the program in November. Um, so it is not been a lot of time at all. Do you feel like that has happened because you really listened to the audience? You were stepping into a white space where nobody was like, what do you think was sort of the magic equation that has led to led you to this? Place? You know, I was actually at the time, right when I was going to launch right before that I had gotten into a personal development program. And I think that helped tremendously because it gave me a clear vision. It gave me purpose to drive for, and it, and it got me out of my own way in terms of insecurity. Am I enough? Can I do this? All those other things took a backseat, <laughs> um, which obviously helped a lot. And I was able to just decide that I wanted to do it. And I started asking people and talking to people. I formed a little mastermind with a group of girlfriends that I knew already had some online stuff that they had going on. I reached out to people that were scary for me. I took a conference um, where I could learn about some basic online marketing type stuff and then just took a leap of faith and reached out to Lori Harder and said, is there a possibility you'd be able to, you know, kind of go over how you'd run your challenges? I just, you know, really dove in hard. I probably decided last mm -hmm. summer that I was going to create a program knowing nothing except how to do social media. And then by November, I launched. That's incredible. So tell us about the program that you created. So I created the mobility method, which I kind of touched on. It has a self-screening assessment so people can kind of go through their own assessment of their body to see where the restrictions are. And then it's literally just broken up into different modules of the body. So you have the neck module, shoulder module, hip module, all, all the way down throughout the body. 
And each module has educational videos that teach you exactly how to do a mobility exercise, which a mobility is, is going to be some static holds like stretching, but it also has some active components. Because if we don't bring in the active contractions at end ranges of motion that your body holding an end range stretch, first of all, it won't know how to go back to that range of motion and you're not going to be able to functionally take it into your body. So actually having mm. what what truly works so that you can actually have carryover in the body. You can actually make it functional. So you trip or you catch yourself, you're not going to pull a hamstring. So it, it makes it functional within the body so that you can carry it out. I did not want to create a step-by-step mobility guide. I truly believe that every body is different. Every body is unique. No matter, you can have the same exact diagnosis as someone, but a different treatment plan. And that's what people don't get is because we develop differently. We have different activities. You sit differently. You have, maybe you're right-handed. The other person's left-handed. Maybe you stand on the right leg more. The other person stands on the left leg. We're going to have different restrictions throughout the body. So being able to dive into your own body, develop your own plan, see where your own restrictions are and what exercises work best for your body is what is key. So smart. I love the idea that you did that hard, scary thing where you reached out to someone whose behavior you wanted to model and you said like, hey, can you talk me through this? Can you guide me through this? Even just getting from concept to final product is such an undertaking. So I think what I want to keep speaking into, I've done a ton of interviews this week and I feel like all these incredible women are saying the same things is that there comes a point when you're building a business where you come up against that I want to do this thing and I have no freaking clue how to make it happen, but just breaking it down into manageable pieces. Like, okay, first I need to start out with what are all the things I don't know? Next step, I need to like have the concept and build it. But then how did you figure out? Cause I think for, for a lot of our listeners who do have a product, the hardest part is not making the product. The right. hardest part is now selling it. How do you like put it out there? I feel like a lot of times women carry this like guilt or shame about asking you to buy the thing that they've made. Was that ever something that you struggled with? And then how did you actually get it to market? And yeah, I think that's huge because I, yes, I have a social media following, but I had zero email list. (laughs) Mm. So that was a really scary thing. Um, People just don't buy on Instagram the same way that they used to. And on social media in general, I would say it's it's hard. It's difficult. There's so many people that are doing it. And if that is your only source of relying on selling your product, it's not going to work as well as you think it will. Because also, I mean, uh, hopefully listeners have heard this over and over, but no. you don't own those fans. It's like the greatest scam in the history of time. Hey, everyone, build up a fan page. Now you can't access them anymore without paying us. Well, good for Facebook. They're all geniuses. But guess what Facebook owns? (laughs) Instagram. So it's going to go the exact same way. And if you are relying on your social following to be the only source of revenue and sales, you're in trouble. So, I mean, this could be really practical for people. How did you go about building up an email list and learning it? Because I think that is such a challenge if you've never done it before. But simultaneously, there are so many people who are killing it, who have so much wisdom to share. So the information's out there. But how did you go about acquiring it? 
what I was used to doing was running Instagram challenges where you would see it on Instagram and you follow along and you do all the days and, you know, hopefully you participate all the way through and you can win a prize. This time, if you wanted to see the challenge, you had to give me your email (laughs) and you had to open your email in order to find it. So that's what I did. I created a challenge and I promoted it like about 10 to 14 days before I launched the challenge. And it was right around, it was in November. So it was right around Thanksgiving. It was called Grateful for Mobility, which I've used again. And what was so powerful about this one was that it wasn't just mobility. Yes, it was two to maybe two to three exercises every day to get you into mobility. And we went through the whole body. We started at the shoulders and we went all the way down to the toes by the last day, by day seven. So I ran a seven-day challenge. But within every day of the challenge, which only took 10 minutes total, there was a piece of gratitude meditation at the end. So about five, four to five minutes of gratitude and just kind of sitting in like an ending mobility pose where I talked them through, do you understand what we just did? Do you understand there's other people who can't reach overhead? There's people who can't open their legs. I told stories about cerebral palsy, about uh, junior rheumatoid arthritis, about other people that I know who live with disease, and yet you cannot tell that they have it because they use what they have in their body. So I really got people back into the appreciation for what your body can do right now and what it has the ability to go into. So, so that good. was the seven days. And then on the last day, when I announced all the winners and the prizes, um, that's when I announced the mobility method was open and got people for a week. I didn't want to close it because I do have a social following. So I wanted to, you know, if people were going to come to my page, I want them to be able to have something tangible that they could still have. So I didn't open and close cart, but I, I did an early bird rate. So I said, it's 20 bucks off for this first time if you get in this week. So within a week- I built up a list of (laughs) 11,000. Oh my gosh. Everybody listening, do not compare your beginning with Jen's medal. Please, please, please. That is not normal. Uh, Congratulations. And it does help too if you have the kind of following that you have. I also didn't just rely on my following. So I, again, had no shame and reached out for support. So I reached out to all of my Instagram friends as well. And said, hey, would you mind sharing out this free challenge? It's totally free. It, you know, it's gratitude and appreciation. I made a story swipe up for them so that they didn't have to do anything else. Some talked about it. They didn't have to. One story page swipe up and it had and and gave them the link. That's so rad. So you um, tell me like you you have the 11,000 people people on your list, which is fantastic. You launch the product at the end of it. And then is this, um, is this like an evergreen thing that now exists for you? Or do you do live launches throughout the year to do another push for more people to how, how, like, how is that structured? So, so far it has been live launches every single time because again, just started in November, have no idea how to even create evergreen back then. (laughs) Yep. That's real. (laughs) I'm working on evergreen now, but I mean, really, I just, it, and it, because it was so successful, it made sense to do it again and then do it again and do it again. So I've been, I've run probably five challenges now. 
since I first launched. When someone is buying the product, do they get to own it forever or they're buying it in like for a certain amount of time and then it you they would have to like re up, I guess is Mm-hmm. They okay. get it only forever. Okay, great. So you're just doing new launches to find then new customers. Yeah. And I want to make sure to, um, just in case our language isn't something that everybody listening understands, when we say evergreen, it's a product that, you know, it can honestly run itself. It's automated. It's not something that Jen would ever have to touch again or build again. Um, uh, an evergreen launch is something that fully runs itself versus a live launch where she's actively you know, hey, everyone, we're going to do this thing. Let's all get in together. And she's in real time interacting with that launch and her fans. And they both have great pluses and minuses. In fact, I actually just listened to a really good podcast. If y'all want to give it a uh, listen, um, Amy Porterfield has a really great podcast about the pros and cons of an evergreen product versus a live launch that I thought was super interesting if you're in this field. Um, So as you... As you move forward into the future of your business, are you a one-man band? Do you have a team? I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way, as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. 
My favorite part about Texas, the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach and what does scaling look like for you yeah so moving forward i have i have a small team right now so i do have someone helping with customer service i have someone uh running social media so i have another social media called page for the mobility method. So she does all those posts. She does my DMs for that. Um, and she's running both my Facebook groups. So that's a huge help. And then, and then I have someone else that's helping me with Facebook ads as well. How big a part, I mean, I like you say that and I've just, I'm like lose podcast moment and just want to ask like from one business owner to another, like how big a part of, your business and the the growth potential do you see do Facebook ads play into that? I feel like you run in a circle of online marketers who are like all killing it at mm-hmm. Facebook ads mm-hmm. and it's not our spiritual gifting. I mean even like using different companies and try it just hasn't been something that I feel like has been a super effective use of our finances which says yeah. to me I'm, we're not doing it right. Right. You know, I am still in the super early stages of of testing, so I personally can't say. I've used it as story swipe ups for for my challenge, and I did get four thousand more opt ins for my using it. And I think because I'm so active on social media, using it as a story ad really added benefit. My Facebook ads did nothing. Yeah, (laughs) gosh, so real, so real. Well, I would also think you know, this is something too for listeners to understand. The demographic on every platform is so different. 
So the first thing that matters most if you are trying to market a product or a service using social is you've got to know where your ideal customer hangs mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So for a lifestyle brand or a lifestyle visual like you would find for me or even for you, um, like fitness is such a big culture, Instagram mm -hmm. is the space to be in. Facebook I'm, tends to be an older crowd. They, they just tend to receive information in a totally different way. So it's important that you know where your people are at. Yeah, I think that's really important to know. Each platform is different. YouTube is different. Facebook's different. Instagram's different. They're all just, you have to speak to each of them very uniquely. And you have a, unless I'm making this up in my mind, because I feel like I've, I feel like when you were doing the last challenge, I clicked on like a hashtag or something just because I was like, what is this? Oh, the thing where people were like picking up a piece of paper with their <laughs> mouth or so. I don't even know what that, I'm not even remembering it right, probably. But yeah. I clicked on that because I wanted, I was like, this is insane. And I would fall over and die if I tried to do this. Um, but you had, it seemed to me that you had like a global audience. It's not just a, a domestic audience. Is that accurate? Yeah, my, my program is global. And I think that that's such a rad idea for you because you're creating a product. I'm assuming based on what the visual is, is it, um, is it sort of universal language? Like it can, even if you didn't speak English, it could be helpful to you? You know, I think that's hard. I, I'm such a geek in terms of um, explaining everything <laughs> very explicitly so that people can understand. So I don't know that people in other countries can fully use it. I just know that I have people all over the world using it. So it's, it's very visual. I, ha I had my program professionally shot so that I made sure it looked very nice and people could see the exercises very well. So possibly people who cannot understand me are using it. Um, there are no subtitles on it, unfortunately. And then I've also had, you know, deaf users ask me to place subtitles on it. Oh yeah. That's so, I mean, that would be so great. Yeah. I yeah. love, I mean, I love the, the space and the season that you're in of, I mean, it absolutely when you're in business can feel super overwhelming, but just the infinite possibility in front of you is such a powerful season to be in. Yeah, because you're already listening to that audience to kind of guide what your next steps are. And mm -hmm. I think any success I've had in business is because we listen to what the tribe asks us for and we create it. So exactly. it's going to be super exciting to see where it goes from here. And it's so fun to watch you along the way. I need to actually start doing the exercises that you show off instead of just like liking the sports bra that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you navigate all of these like big, you know, challenges and seasons and everything that's in front of you, what are the resources that you are reaching for, like books or podcasts or YouTube videos? Like how are you arming yourself with the knowledge that you need to get to the next step? I would say the main thing is really surrounding myself around the people that I want to learn from. So I'm going to events. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm going to hang out with friends. And I'm fortunate enough to be around people that are either in similar businesses or moving toward that way. And, and it's been absolutely amazing. So that's been my biggest tool that I've used is literally just the people that are surrounding me. And I think also a really good thing for people to remember is always feel free to reach out. 
granted, a lot of people might have programs that they might suggest for you to take, which is fine, invest. Um, but reaching out and just connecting and then seeing where support goes back and forth could be really powerful. Are you a conference person? Do you like a personal growth conference? I do. I love going to conferences. I haven't been able to go to many right now. Right now, I've honestly been taking more physical therapy. So, so both physical therapy and business. I would say I'm, I love going to events or conferences or anything and just learning and speaking with people. What is What are you most excited about in the next 12 months for your business? Mm, I'm really excited to just continue to learn more and dive more into true online marketing, getting things set up like good to go for Evergreen using uh, ads and getting analytics so that those are most effective and kind of running different different ways for that. And then continuing to dive in and ask people what they want so that I can continue to give, give them what they want. Awesome. Uh, so every single episode of the podcast, I ask the same five questions at the end. And it's just because I am a weirdo who wants to know this thing about other women in business. So I'm <laughs> going to ask them to you, which is the first one. What time do you wake up in the morning? You know, lately I've been waking up either before six or around six. And then what does your morning routine look like? Typically a workout first thing in the morning, which is why oh, uh, both Lewis and I have been working out super early in the morning, separately, but early. Um, and then diving right into, I either typically like organize and clean up a little bit. It just feels nicer to get two things when everything's kind of clean and organized. And then I can dive into whether that's my emails or writing or, and then kind of my day can go anywhere. So it could yeah. be a podcast with you. It could be, you know, meeting someone calls. It could be kind of going everywhere. Awesome. And then are you a coffee drinker? And if so, what's your coffee order? I am. So if I make it at home, I put a little bit of the hazelnut nut pod in it because it's all natural, gluten-free, dairy-free. Nice. <laughs> and I, and then if I go out somewhere, it's a coconut milk latte. Nice. Um, what is the one item you cannot travel without? Headphones. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it's everyone's answer now. because They're just like, I don't want to deal. Just the wireless <laughs> headphones. Um, well, hey, this is a great one for you. What's your favorite workout and how often do you do it? Oh, my favorite workout. Um, I bounce around to so many because I'll get bored if I don't. <laughs> uh, I guess my go-to is a HIIT workout because it's mm -hmm. quick. It I get really sweaty and I feel really good after doing it and it doesn't take much time. So, that would be my go-to. Um, what is the thing that if you could tell listeners one piece of truth from your life, one piece of advice that they would absolutely take and adopt right now today, forever and ever, what's the one thing you would tell them? Show up, be yourself 100%, not what you think that you're supposed to look like, not what you, you know, have other people tell you you should look like, but 100% show up yourself and be consistent in whatever it is that you were bringing people. I love that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for being an inspiration to me on social and caring about 
um, our bodies and our movement and what we're bringing and what we're like leaving behind. But I know about Kelly because Kelly was on the podcast, which I remember him saying on the podcast, you had recommended that she be on that. Mm -hmm. And that interview was so eye-opening to me. Mm -hmm. And then I bought her book and then I met with her and it completely changed my body. It completely changed my energy level. I adopted like food habits, which I would never have, you know, a year and a half ago, like could not even believe that I eat the way that I do today. So that is, I know like just in case you're not hearing enough of the, like you caring enough that the world hear her message is what made it possible for me to change my energy level, the way I look, the way I feel. So thank you so much for your intention and the care that you're bringing to like what we consume and how we move. And I just want to jump on now, like your bandwagon and know how to pick up a piece of paper, you know, (laughs) with my mouth or whatever. (laughs) So seriously though, I, I super appreciate the work that you're doing and I can't wait. I can't even believe that you've scaled to this place in such a short amount of time. I think you're going to blow all of our minds a year from now. We're going to be like, holy crap, what what did she just build? So congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on and being able to share my message. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.